0: Welcome back, Wing It Podcasts, Goosedigital.com. Who do we have? Chris O'Neill.
1: Robin Krull.
2: Jen Pugsley.
0: All right, Michael Turksani. So episode 22, 23? 22. 22. So we've, uh, we haven't we have been churning them out the way we used to, Chris. Been busy. We've been busy. Mm-hmm. Well, we moved and, you know, took us a little while to get going. So...
1: Is our is this our first podcast from the new podcast? Right? No,
0: it's our third. Third. Yeah, our post. new po- we have made some yeah, adjustments okay. to the cameras and uh, and things like that so we look Sorry. We look good. Yeah. The room Robin, looks I don't so know same. where you've been. I don't know where I've been either. Robin's been busy. Too. Yeah, Robin has been busy <laughs> elsewhere. So, this is an insurance one. A topic yes. that is near and dear to our hearts.
1: Yeah. Because we have dear. a special guest.
0: Yeah, we have we have uh, Jennifer Pugsley our Insurance subject matter expert who's been on multiple podcasts at this point, Chris. Not just wing it. She has. She oh right, yeah. making her rounds.
1: She's a podcast pro. Insurance
0: podcast. Insurance, <laughs> Insurance podcast was yeah. one. It was a good one. Thanks. And there's others, so I can't remember them, but I know there's at least a dozen others that Jen's been on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's,
2: there's only so many topics. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 There's only there's only so many topics, um, but it is. It is important because we, we, you know, we're we're heavy in the insurance industry with our go-to-market. I'll let let you guys talk a little bit about what we're doing there. And we wanted to talk about, um, you know, what we're seeing in terms of uh, tactics kind of once we come out of our initial strategy sessions and a lot of focus that's been on personal lines and Mm -hmm. um, now we're talking about. Commercial lines, more and more and more, because the brokers that we engage tend to have diverse businesses. Um, so we thought, well, there isn't a lot of content right now. We're starting to see more of it that that's targeted at the commercial lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't we start off with a little bit of an overview, and maybe Rob and Jen, Chris, on the uh, well, what, what was Goose Digital doing in the insurance space to bring everybody kind of up to speed, and how that been progressing over the last eight nine months?
1: well we've been doing a lot um, you know i i think of um, what we've been doing specifically with uh... with brokers we've been talking to a lot of brokers across canada Um, We're seeing a huge shift in the insurance industry, and I know everybody says that, but the the shift that we're talking about is uh, from a digital transformation perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, talking to brokers who see that they need to change the way they're doing business if they want to continue to be in business for the next couple of years. Um, and they understand that they need to uh, find a different way to um, find new audiences, continue to engage with their existing audiences. Um, in order to do all this at scale, they need, uh, they need a strategy and they need uh, technology to help reinforce that. And, mm-hmm. and that's the conversation, the, the first level of conversation yep. that we're having with them.
2: Yep.
3: I think the important thing about um, how a broker is sort of changing is, again, because of the um, the change that's happened in their customer and where their customer can be found. So uh, in years gone by, it was all based on referral and that certainly still continues. But being able to reach that uh, Ready to buy customer mm-hmm. is no longer done by picking up the phone, making a phone call, sending letters out, etc. Um, and I think that the brokers generally are discovering that in order to to continue on, on that road is um, is not something that's very effective. In um, you know closing rates are certainly down. Like getting people on the phone is uh, is sort of like got half the um, half the uh, uh, efficiencies that it had in the past. Mm-hmm. And so now we have to meet our customers where they are which of course is looking for providers online and that is where sort of we get started on our approach which is reach out you know we talk about uh, eating our own dog food what we do Mm -hmm. uh, out to our marketplace which is among other verticals is the insurance broker um, out there is to uh, reach them via um, via either email uh, you know email connection. We, um, we use a direct mail. We use all those, uh, those means. And that's the, the methods that we are recommending to our customers mm-hmm. is to get out there and, and, uh, across the board, full communication, full press, uh, across the board.
2: Mm. Yeah. And I think that there's still, there's still this place for the relationship, Um, and, and the nurturing is, is more needed now than it ever was before as well. So I think it is still very much a relationship business, Mm. uh, especially in the retention front. Right. But I think that marrying those two together is, is really important. It's like, it wasn't being done before, right. You're just relying heavily on the relationship and referral aspect Mm -hmm. of it.
1: I don't think the relationship will ever go out of insurance. Right? No, I'm not and like our business. Exactly, exactly. Right? So it's a way of saying, you know, there, there, there's different formats to have a relationship, but what can we use where we can use uh, technology to support all those other things that surround the relationship and allow for it to be uh, personalized and nurtured?
3: what's yeah. happening in the insurance market too is that <clears throat> there's a, a lot of uh, different pieces of technology that mm-hmm. are being that are being developed that are out there in the marketplace and we we notice that um you know that there's a tendency to you know try some different things which i think is great we we love it when a, a client has gone out and they've tried um you know either a customer marketing tool or they've tried a, you know a, mm-hmm. a, a you know, some kind of a, of a, uh, an online, uh, attempt, campaign. maybe a, a campaign or, a,
2: or, a, or a coding engine or, a, mm-hmm. you know, tools that kind of solve that piece.
3: Exactly. And so when you got those pieces and they've, they've explored those things, there's, there's a, a little bit more, um, you know, reception to something that's more, Uh, all-encompassing so when we go out there and yeah strategic. strategic when we go out there and say listen so what are the pieces that you're using so far how are you engaging your your customers and your new prospects right now we talk about how that you know how effective that is we start to establish some you know benchmarks in terms of how well that is working and then we can start to talk about what other things can be added in simply mm-hmm. in ways that uh, are not yeah, so, sort of,
0: you know, we've developed, you know, it's a, it's a good point. We've, we see obviously a, 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 focus on growth, a focus on retention. How do you grow? I mean, you've got to retain business mm-hmm. and add business in order to mm-hmm. hit your growth objectives. Some brokers are churning at, at whatever rate and, and their objective is just to, in order to just maintain their size, they have to write a fair bit of a new business. So And growth is always kind of those two things in our mind. And then if you've tried a bunch of um, what we would refer to as a digital beginner, where you've tried a number of things, um, they're usually more receptive to us coming in and helping them, you know, get to that strategic approach, which means you have a a strategic plan and a budget assigned to putting all of these pieces together and then helping move down that path of basically becoming um, much more digitally led and organized than you than, than you probably have been in the past. So we've made that um, very much a turnkey framework, and part of that framework, why we're here today, for most most of the the broker clients that we have in the space, is a combination of um, campaigns and you know f- to the front end of their business as well as to their clients that start to go into every single product line that they that they have. So there's been a lot of emphasis on. Kind of that quote and bind of a personal lines client or a really sort of simplistic sort of policy, and what we're finding is that, you know, a broker will have many different products in their in their company, and oftentimes the the biggest value that we can add from a digital perspective is is in those other areas where we're able to take um, some more complex products and help them communicate digitally and move move campaigns to bring more. Um, more traffic and more uh, marketing qualified leads to the table. So that kind of leads to this conversation of the commercial lines that we wanted to cover today. So Mm -hmm. Robin, I'll I'll turn over to you and Jen to sort of outline, you know, what do we do from a commercial lines perspective? Um, Kind of what are some of the advantages when you're in this sort of B2B world than you are kind of pure B2C? from a digital perspective and, mm-hmm. and, and the advances you can make there and then get into some of the details.
1: Well, it's interesting because if you think, you know, if, if you said from the personal lines perspective, people would understand the different products and personas if you're an individual versus you're a, a couple or a family. But somehow there isn't that same understanding from the, the B2B perspective right Mm -hmm. so understanding that you know different businesses whether they're in different verticals or different sizes um, they want to hear about insurance that fits their need and uh, you know so from a, a growth strategy for a broker saying you know how is it that we go ahead and identify those potential uh, customers, they need to have that that sort of uh, personalized perspective in mind. Mm. So, understanding that um, you know, a manufacturer, or a small uh, technology business, um, not only do they have different needs, but they're going to resonate yeah. with uh, a campaign, a message that that speaks to their uh, their specific industry.
2: Well, and thought leadership,
1: exactly. Too, right? There's a there's
2: a real Expertise. need. For thought leadership mm-hmm. in the commercial world, that we don't see enough today, right? So, if you are a manufacturing company um, and you have risk management, you know, maybe in-house or or that's something that you provide as a broker, there's a whole there's a whole world of lot, thought leadership that's not kind mm-hmm. of being produced today, um, and it is it it is well well-recepted by mm-hmm. the mid market to large, absolutely, even even the smaller guys. Even that tech consultant role or that tech company. I would say right? even more so yeah. the
1: smaller guys, right? Because yeah. and and this is some of the stuff we're reading. You know, the smaller businesses, they don't have the time to be able to sift through all this. They they need they need a partner. So there's the opportunity for a broker to be a partner, uh, to come in and and you know to really explain or you know what what can insurance help them with what do they need and i'm thinking even cyber so everywhere you mm-hmm. you know any insurance publication you read you're going to see something about cyber but cyber risk for um oil and gas for an advertising company mm-hmm. uh, for a medical clinic these are all business verticals that need to have cyber protection but different levels of cyber protection and in so, and
0: different kind of different message on how i think what what you're saying is that a different message on how the broker an opportunity for the broker to communicate to that customer uniquely if you're a tech company you probably want to align that ad message or that thought leadership content that's more squarely at their challenges and their their way of doing business than a medical professional. and there's a
2: lot of opportunity around keywords right so what we see is um you know these businesses whether you're a small business Mm -hmm. and let's just say you're a tech company you you're not searching small business insurance you're 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 being picked up on keywords like um insurance for my tech company or cyber insurance if they i mean that might be a bit of a stretch but so i think there's a lot of opportunity in picking up those keywords your retail let's say you're you know your first business and you're going to open up that little boutique Mm -hmm. you're searching retail insurance so i see a lot of brokers in canada today and it's a huge miss because they're bidding on small business and and that's fine but getting really where we help is getting really targeted down to that campaign Mm -hmm. um so it's hyper focused i
1: think one of the ways that we help is starting from the high level like starting from the strategy right so Um, You know, talking to brokers, understanding what expertise do they already have in-house. So Mm -hmm. if it is, you know, it's a cyber industry. And then, you know, understanding what the thought leadership, what they understand about the existing customers, about the market. Mm -hmm. Um, Talking about pain points, which then leads to what are the keywords? How are we going to find uh, those customers? And how are we going to communicate that thought leadership and expertise to them? So it's, it's a whole process.
2: And through what channels? LinkedIn? A huge one. Big missed opportunity on LinkedIn, right? It's
3: true. And then the other part of it that uh, is oftentimes sort of not, um, you know, not not addressed well enough is the personalized uh, messaging that uh, that a prospective customer needs to feel when they arrive at the site. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of conversations with customers that have the 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 PI business as well as a commercial. Um, and there's a there's a reluctance to kind of be really precise about mm-hmm. what kind of yep. journeys the customer yep. comes on when they arrive at the site. So if you um, you know and again there's a lot of analytics around bounce rates and mm-hmm. so forth. Mm-hmm. But if you see that your Google Ads or your uh, your LinkedIn ads are bringing people to your site, but then they're bouncing off. Got to take a look at uh, what kind of what kind of messages you're giving out. Sure, to those you, you you have
0: you have a nicely, you've got a, a digital team that's driving ads to a website that's telling one story. So the ad might be very you know more targeted or mm-hmm. personalized, if you will, to an industry type of business, and then you send them to a very generic uh, page on on a site. So for sure, I mean, those are the really good points, um, and I, I think it's you know unfortunately you know this isn't rocket science this is just a lot of work so mm-hmm. if you've got a dozen if you if you've got a dozen industries that are in your top 10 in a, in a in a in a commercial brokerage and then you've got um many different products that you can sell into those i mean you you could be looking at 20 to 30 campaigns that could really and then you think of the customer level marketing mm-hmm. as well that's like insurance is one of those things that is not a one-size-fits-all and becomes very you know maybe complex is the wrong word just a lot of work labor you know, just heavy, labor yeah. heavy yeah. right so we you know what goose yeah. digital brings is a way to you know kind of flip a switch and get a, a lot of that stuff moving um based on past experiences mm-hmm. but you know you do want to have Um, like we use the cyber example going to a couple of different industries so right there you could have three or four different ads running on linkedin and a couple of different ads running on google plus you've got remarketing to bring those customers back and these are these are terms that maybe a broker principal maybe not be won't be as familiar with but i think a lot of times we're seeing people that have tried some things to the extent that they've tried some things they may not be aware that it can actually work for them because they've kind of passed it off to their digital leader to go spend the first five grand a month like you know the account that we're going in tomorrow that spends maybe even more than that they might be spending close to 20 grand a month on Mm -hmm. paid media that's getting them all but nowhere Mm -hmm. and the good news is that they know that it can work for them Mm -hmm. they just don't they just know they're not kind of doing the right things Mm -hmm. today but i think many many brokers are out there saying well this doesn't work you know especially commercial you know they'll say well it's just isn't that just a relationship game
2: or people don't search on commercial and this is what i love this what gets me super excited about commercial is that um when it gets really good is that then you align those targets with your pipeline inside inside the brokerage with those producers right so then you can get chris you can probably speak to this right it's almost like an account-based marketing Mm -hmm. play and then you're really getting into a system where it's like okay we're maybe not by vertical this is our cyber guy this is our cyber expert but then you can really start to connect the dots and to where these campaigns are going to when they're connected to a to your producer how that gets nurtured until they're ready to buy then you loop in your your year renewal right whether it's new business or retention so it's got a pretty good system
3: I think for the most part, most insurance companies that have been around for a while, they recognize that when they get their commercial salesperson on the line with someone, that's the critical, that's what they need to have happen. And so Mm -hmm. um, as far as the thought leadership goes, you need to be peppering that in, yes, on your ads, but yes, as well, when you get to the website, that customer, that prospective customer needs to see that right there. Because if they don't, Rob,
0: why don't you talk a little bit about, as part of this kind of now, le- you know, dovetailing on the aligning with the pipeline? We've had of a client that is probably about six months in, maybe five months, six months in, and never saw a lot of value running any kind of campaigns. But it been around for probably close to fifty years plus, around fifty years, right? Mm-hmm. As, a, as a company, um, and it certainly tried some things and. I think you launched off with commercial and you're seeing some very good results, right? We did
1: and I think, you know, it comes back to the to the strategy and and you know I'm thinking a lot of what we're talking about is there's a process in place And I think Mm -hmm. that's why this has been successful that starting off with a strategy with defining audiences and putting together a plan of saying you know, the, this is the audience that we want to reach out to. Uh, this is our, le- our level of expertise. Uh, this is the campaign. This is our keywords. These are the channels we're going to use. And going through that entire process mm-hmm. and realizing, you know what, it actually does work because we're really... Focused on on a step-by-step and isolating um, You know a particular vertical not going after you know, 20 different uh, personas or products and being able to see that as you're going through that you're you're starting mm-hmm. to get leads you're getting mm-hmm. qualified leads um, your uh, Sales team are getting these people on the phone or you're communicating with them by email and they're able to convert them and seeing that your investment is starting to to you know result in returns, and, yeah. and that's exactly that that's what's happening with this company.
0: So we had targeting personas, products. We covered a lot of that stuff. I think maybe one thing we didn't talk enough about is that you know the the digital platforms, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, even Instagram, I'd sort of lump lump into Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they do offer very strong targeting as it relates to commercial lines right Mm -hmm. so you can without knowing anything about a customer base you can go in there and set up geographic targeting right down to the vertical Mm -hmm. if you want to go after those manufacturers and and get really really tight you can also take which we do a lot a list of customers so we'll take um, a list of customers maybe you've got a thousand customers or more and you can build um, look look look-alike audiences within those networks to to take, you know, this is our 500 customers in our trucking, 500 trucking companies, Mm -hmm. and it'll go help you find um, thousands, tens of thousands more type of thing. So there's, a, you know, unlike, I think what we said before, unlike your B2C Mm -hmm. options, which tend to be um, more difficult to get that granular, obviously, down to the person level, this gives us a lot of um, really unique targeting capabilities on the campaigns. To then um, bring people through that pipeline that you suggested and warm them up and and measure um, everything to do with um, product and market mm-hmm. we also had first time buyers. is there anything that you guys wanted to bring up related to the first time buyers
2: Yeah, I think we want there's there's lots we have some clients who one of their key targets is um, new businesses mm-hmm. and then grow and then growing those businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, Or or, sorry, offering more products as those businesses grow. Mm -hmm. Right. So whether they're young tech companies or or young retail, um, it's been a big it's been a good focus. Right. And that I think those are the customers that need the most education.
1: Well, yeah, no, I I think that I I would agree with you on that because if you are starting off in business, you think of, you know, how many things that you need to focus on just to get Mm -hmm. your business up and running. And insurance probably is not at the top of that list. So you know somewhere in there that you need to have insurance. You don't really know what. Uh, It's just something else that you want to be able to, to cover off. So you need to be able to find out, you know, what mm-hmm. wh- who, what type of insurance, what broker you should be working for. Get that conversation started. Get your policy in place so you can focus on growing your well, business. Well,
2: Canada is so focused on entrepreneurs, right? And they have been for so long that I think mm-hmm. that it's, it's a great vertical. And I think um, we've certainly seen success. And when we do those personas or when you do those mm-hmm. personas, a lot of stuff comes out in that. And it's been really interesting.
0: Right? So yeah. what would you say, Chris, maybe as you wrap up here, um To a commercial broker that's maybe been in this now for, you know, doing all those traditional things over many, many years, building relationships, knocking on doors, potentially renewing, um, that that thinks that digital doesn't play or can't play a role in either supporting a growth uh, end of the spectrum or, or retaining business
3: yeah i think i I'd, I'd start by by asking you know what kind of uh, what kind of you know conversion that they're they're seeing in other words mm-hmm. how many conversations are they having that are really not Um, Not in their sweet spot. So we have a lot of uh, conversations that start that way. In other words, they're they're Maybe they're flat or like on on an annual basis. They're like they're either not they're not growing. They're not shrinking. They're just sort of, you know, sort of staying Staying the same. same. Um, And they're not seeing sort of additional like and mm-hmm. one of the one of the most important things i think that we're able to drive is that marketing qualified lead so get sure. into really good yeah. conversations what do you, how do you feel about the conversations that you're having with the prospects that you are getting through the door and then sort of start there and and and, and look at driving that into a more specific sort of area where they really feel comfortable yeah. and, and and competent to sort of take a customer through
0: now would you i mean do you think I mean, I know we talked about new businesses, um, and I think we talked maybe about an example. The One of the ones that we brought up might have been small business, but are there, I think, one of the key messages around the larger business or mediums, mm-hmm. medium-sized companies, which would be, I think, more along the lines of how Goose Digital would, like our own, go to market for okay. insurance and how we would market to... Um, mm-hmm. Hundreds and hundreds of, of brokers that, that fit a certain range of, of you know, certain, they got to be big, big, they have to be big enough, but not too big. I mean, what do you say to, you know, the individual that's like, well, no, I mean, a $50 million manufacturer, you know, they're not going online to search for insurance. Okay, well, they're maybe, not, you know, they might, they might be, they might be, they might yep. be.
1: Everybody goes online to search for yeah. something, right. right? But they're so reading thought be. leadership. They're reading exactly. thought leadership, right? I'm, they're,
0: they're likely on LinkedIn.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: They're likely on these social networks.
2: They also have a division of at these businesses, whether whether you're a compliance officer or you're a VP that deals with just the insurance, if you're a $50, $50 million manufacturer, right? So... There is a whole, roles. There, there's yeah. there's a total job there around the insurance portion that needs thought leadership that needs. that But it, kind I think of, I think it right?
0: forces the, the challenge is that it forces you to really think about which is what the work that you're doing, Robin, on the front end with with Jen. It forces them to think about well, why would somebody pick us? You know, like mm-hmm. if, we're, if we're going into a hundred million dollar manufacturing environment mm-hmm. or maybe a trucking company, like what value are we bringing them so i think that's where you know other than you know shaking a hand on a golf course and saying i'll 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 do business with you they are on linkedin they are on these social networks Mm -hmm. they are available to to pro to to digitally knock on their door what do you want to say to them
3: Mm -hmm. what are you going to say
0: to them right And, and 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 i think really that's becomes the challenge that many of these people well I know what yeah. I would say to them if I was having a coffee or a beer with them exactly. well, okay well what is that yeah and pulling that out of them and saying well great let's take that phenomenal thing the fact that you've got mm-hmm. 20 deep years of of dealing with all kinds of claims and scenarios in that vertical market let's get that into an ad let's yeah, put that exactly. in front of another yeah. 200 of those types of clients and let's see what comes through
1: that and mm-hmm. I think that's a great example of looking at digital as a way to communicate something that you you would want to do face-to-face right so it's a channel to transmit that message uh, to a wider audience mm-hmm. but to understand well if you're talking to somebody you're going to have a very directed conversation you're going to uh you're going to talk about the value you can bring to them um and just think about using digital as a way to get that conversation out there
0: yeah all right good well i think we're good mm-hmm. i think that's been a good session so we'll do pump out a couple more while gens here but um thanks guys thanks okay.
2: thank you okay. fun
0: commercial lines insurance okay. Yay.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: Peace. Peace.